everybody. Hey there. Welcome to our podcast. Ooh, say it it is something seems queer. Two queer gals talking about the strange and unusual. It's true. Yes. So just so everybody knows, it's three days until my 30th birthday. Three days? It's very exciting. Yeah. I really wanted to go do something, but obviously because of COVID. It's COVID. I cannot do anything, but I'll just celebrate extra next year then. Yeah, I think so. For my 31st. Well, you know, I kind of thought it might be fun, though, if I had you open your gifts while you're <gasps> on the podcast. Because that's what I do. I'm so excited. So you have a couple gifts. You've already gotten a couple. You don't need to worry about the card yet. Well, actually. First gift. Da, 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 da. Very exciting. Oh. oh my god, what is this? Um, it says sashay away and it has ruin two queens. What it's matches. I just oh, thought it was I so mean, cute. I do, you paid way too I much. I always for it. need matches. So well, you do have your candles all the time. I know. Love that. Oh shit. Oh my shut up. Okay, so just so everybody knows. I have an Evil Dead shirt, and it is tattered to shreds. I'll find and post a picture of it on Instagram, but it is tattered to shreds. And Stephanie got me a brand fucking new Evil Dead shirt. I ordered that hella early because I did not know how long it was going to take to come. I'm so... Because you can't just find that anywhere. I'll tell you that right now. Oh my God. I can officially retire... The old tattered shirt. I do have to say that I did say to her several times, you really need to get rid of that shirt. Can't you look for a new one? I can't. And she said, oh, I couldn't find it. And then I would just laugh because I had it in my drawer the whole time. Oh, now I just got that in the mail today and I really like the cute watermelon paper stuff or the plastic really stuff. It's really cute. And you love watermelons. So I just put it in that. Interesting. Oh, it has a lot of cat And also it had the it. most adorable thing. Yes, whoever whoever gave that to me from Mercari was the sweetest lady ever. Yeah. Also gave me the sweetest card and I loved Give it. Give her a good review. Oh, I did. She got a five. Sorry, oh, cheers. my God. <laughs> it is a Golden Girls coloring book. Mm-hmm. Wait, did you write this? Oh, my God. Angela, no, I didn't. Hold on. Was the person's name Can Angela? Can I see that? I'm not even kidding. Let me see Wait, that. Wait, did you write it? No, I fucking... Does that look like my handwriting? Okay, you guys. So inside the cover, it says, Happy birthday, exclamation point, enjoy, a heart, and then Angela. Golden girls live forever. Hashtagged. Okay, well, I'd like to say that I did do that, but Angela, that's not my handwriting, and that is what we like to call something queer. Wait, did, I'm not even kidding. Did... I well, did buy that from somewhere. she clearly did not know that it was for someone named Angela. No. Is her name Angela? I don't think so. That's spooky. That's not my handwriting, is it? No, I'm just, I'm really, like, I'm really tripped out. So am I. That's Like, this is so weird. (laughs) Yeah, I'm, like, extra spooked. But I also think it's quite perfect. Um, Just take, you don't have to read the inside if you don't want. But you can, um, I'd like you to read the outside. Ah, birthdays. A day to celebrate and eat cake and get gifts from friends and family. Yes, it was going to be a very happy birthday. Or was it? Ah, Dateline. Keith Morrison, he's wonderful. Well, thank you so much for all of the gifts. I love them. Yes. 
You're I love welcome. them. I love them. And it's just really weird about the coloring book. And that is totally bizarre. Do you also I also got a, a coloring book for the 80s called oh. Relax and Rewind, a Harry Potter one. Mm-hmm. How to draw inky wonderlands. I don't know what that means, but it sounded cool. And a sweet treats one. Ooh. And I'll tell you, I'm not going to be embarrassed by this at all because I got a sweet ass deal because I got all five coloring books, including your Golden Girls one for $10. Makari really is the place to I go. I know. I mean, I paid $5 for shipping, but I could care less. I still got five kick-ass coloring books. for. And like for clothes, too. I know yeah. a lot of people are trying to be more eco-friendly. Mm-hmm. And I mean, shopping through Macari or anything like that, yeah, you're just reusing clothes, and it's yeah, I love it, a great idea. Well, besides your birthday, because well, mm-hmm. that is, um, it's also the start of pumpkin spice season for you. Um, yes, and that is your favorite season. It is. I'm currently drinking a pumpkin cream cold brew from Starbucks, and somebody was very sweet and got me a uh caramel frappuccino mocha thing but it doesn't have the mocha in it because god knows i would be up forever if i did Mm -hmm. so it's absolutely delicious but also that meant that i um added to the halloween decorations that i leave out all year round and um i I mean you should be able to find it oh are you seeing the potion bottles on the bottom (laughs) i was like what how did you look already it's that's i suppose it's by all the rest of them (laughs) Yes. <laughs> There's only one place that all of the decorations yes. are in the room. Yeah. They were at the dollar section in Target when I spent my two hours there. Oh, the Thanks, Mom. The dollar section is so great. I'm not shopping with Target at Target with you anytime soon again. Okay. Well, so I just want everyone to know that I'm wearing all black. Which is not abnormal. So I don't know why I'm supposed to guess <laughs> something true. from that. But I have big, round, red eyes, glasses, Ozzy Osbourne. Oh I still God. don't know what okay, you're trying you guys, to Okay, you guys, I'll put a picture of it on Instagram, too, and have you guys guess what it is. But I don't know what it is, and she's really not happy with me. <laughs> it's probably one of the most famous cryptids. It's the cryptid that got me into cryptozoology. So this week, I'm going to do Mothman. A lot of people have heard of him. Uh, but don't know too much about him. So. I'll be, yeah, I don't know a whole lot, but I do know of him. And wasn't there a movie or something? Uh, there was a movie in 2002 called The Mothman Prophecies. Okay, and I highly believe and I, I saw Richard that. I think Richard Gere was in it, did Ugh, it? Yes, on, now guys. that you're saying that, yes. Does that sound right? Yes, it does. And I, I'm sure I saw it because I was in high school then. So I've been typing Mothman a lot. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, like, it'll keep coming up as Mouthman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, you know, that's that's a thing. The first sighting of the Mothman took place on November 12th, 1966. Five men were digging a grave at the cemetery near Clendenin, West Virginia. Okay. They spotted a strange creature in a nearby tree. The men described the entity as a human being with wings. And the witnesses claimed that after taking off from the perch, the monster flew far above their heads. So just like a, a human bat moth creature. I don't know how I feel about this. Yeah. So, you know, they're just, I mean, they're just five guys digging a grave. They don't want any trouble. <laughs> they're just digging graves. It's all good. Don't worry about it. Shortly after, on November 15th, 1966, two young couples from Point Pleasant... Roger and Linda Scarberry and Steve and Mary Milet told police that they saw a gray creature whose eyes glowed red. Oh, the, uh-huh. well. they described it as a large flying man with a 10 foot wingspan. Oh, 
So I don't know if you know, but I have a six foot wingspan. I was going to say, I think we've discussed this all the time. Also, turkey vultures have a six foot wingspan. <laughs> Good to know. Mm-hmm. I like that So tidbit. I have the same foot wingspan as a turkey vulture. Do you know what we're going to do when COVID's done? <laughs> I'm going to take you to the zoo and I'm going to have you stand by that thing that you have to do the wingspan thing, mm-hmm. you know, that all the kids stand by. Angela's going to do that and we'll see What if all I get exposed? Things. What if it's not six? I swear it's six feet. I mean, you said you were and that's why I like <laughs> to get tickets from you when you have to do that, like the, what's that called? The lottery ticket. So... In roller derby, we yeah. go around and sell raffle tickets. Raffle tickets, yeah. And it's $20 for a wingspan. So when someone ordered $20 from me, they got like six feet of tickets. Yeah, so I love that because <laughs> the more the merrier. So they described it as a large man with a 10-foot wingspan following their car while they were driving in an area outside of town known as the TNT area. The site of a former World War II munitions plant According to the witnesses, the creature was able to fly at incredible speeds, as much as 100 miles per hour. The only knew this because the creature allegedly chased their moving vehicle to the outskirts of town. Oh, well then. They said it made really high-pitched, like, squawking noises. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Some witnesses saw the creature standing on the side of the road, while others spotted the beast standing outside their homes. On November 16th, Raymond and Kathy Wamesley, along with their friend Marcella Bennett, saw the monster next to their parked car. It rose up slowly from the ground, said Bennett, a big gray thing, bigger than a man, with terrible red glowing eyes. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I feel like the eyes are a big thing. And I have a, I have a lot to say about it after my story. Oh, okay. I have a lot to say about the Mothman, but... Right. All in due time. Uh, Let's go then. (laughs) The Gettysburg Times reported eight additional sightings in the short span of three days following the first claims, including two volunteer firefighters who supposedly saw what they described as a very large bird with large red eyes. Oh. One sighting reported by Salem, West Virginia resident Noel Prodridge said that he started seeing strange patterns on his TV, like it was all jumbled up. And then he started hearing yelling and squawking sounds outside his house. Oh. So he went outside to look and he said all he could see is two huge red eyes that resembled mm. bicycle reflectors. It's wild. So there's a couple of theories on what people think it could be. Obviously, there's the theory that I think, but then, you know, other stuff. So the associate professor of wildlife biology at West Virginia University, Dr. Robert L. Smith, insists that people were seeing a sandhill crane. But here's the thing. Do they have red eyes? They have red flesh kind of around their eyes and their eyes are red, but they're tiny bird eyes. Yeah. Also, they only get five feet tall. So I really think that, you know, if someone's saying, hey, this thing has a 10 foot wingspan, it's seven, eight, nine, 10 feet tall. A sandhill crane is not going to fulfill that description. Could you please describe my face? You look over it. That is just wrong. That that don't make no sense. Scrap that. Next one. Like I get, I guess, why people want to explain it, but having a five foot bird, which is very tall for a bird, but it's not the size of a mothman. 
Um, again, I was using you as a size reference mm-hmm. because of your height. Just and so your everyone wingspan. knows, I am five ten. Yeah, so, so it would be way taller than me, and a sandhill crane would be smaller. much shorter yes. than me. So that's why I always like to use her as a reference. So yeah, that doesn't that that would be like me, mm-hmm. and then someone bigger than you even. Mm-hmm. That just doesn't make sense. No. Some people said that maybe it was a deformed crane, especially if it made its home in the TNT area, which the locals call um, the series of bunkers that were used for manufacturing munitions during World War II. Okay. It has been suggested that the bunkers leaked toxic materials into the neighboring wildlife preserve. Okay, that's... So okay. they were like, well, maybe the toxins leaked in there, and then a crane drank the water and then got huge. That just still seems very far-fetched. Right. When the national press ran the story, people started to panic, and locals were convinced they kept seeing the Mothman in birds and bigger animals, which kind of reinforced then the scientists' okay. assumption that yeah. it was just a bird or an animal. I, I feel like that happens a lot when... This kind of stuff happens. Yeah, because people want to see it. Mm -hmm. And then they just kind of morph things into what they want to see, not to what it actually is. Yeah. The Mothman also bears a striking resemblance to several demon archetypes found among those who experience sleep paralysis. Some people say that it's just visions of what the embodiment of human fears look like. Okay. Kind of all put in together into this thing. But again, having that many people see it and saying, no, you all just are suffering from this like sleep paralysis demon. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, if it was like one or two people, maybe, but... Have you ever had sleep paralysis? No. Me neither. It's it's very scary. I've listened to stuff about it and I can't imagine. Are you going to tell me just a tidbit? Just a tidbit. Well, like, you know, when like you're paralyzed and then you can usually see something. I've heard a lot of people see it at the foot of their bed. And then it kind of climbs on top of you and starts like sitting on your chest so you can't breathe. I got enough sleep issues. I don't need to add that one to it. There's also a cool thing like astral projecting and lucid dreaming and stuff that could go with it. But I don't know if I want to risk sleep paralysis to astral project. Yeah. Which I'm sure I'll cover on another episode too. But She just went over my head on that. But I'm just going to say, <laughs> uh-huh. At the time of the sightings, TV sets started to mysteriously burn themselves out. Oh. And telephones started going crazy, ringing at all hours of the day or night. And then when people would pick them up, someone would start talking to them in an unusual language. Hmm. Like it wasn't it wasn't any foreign language that anyone ever knew. They said it sounded kind of like gibberish. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when you talk really, really fast and like some of the words don't make sense, but you're just going and going and going. As a matter of fact, I do. They said like it was kind of like that mixed with pig Latin. That is the kind of third theory and what it could be is something paranormal. Mm-hmm. And um, extraterrestrial. Yes. So also there's reports of men in black around the time of the Mothman too, which I'll kind of get into a little bit later in my story. Like, never mind. I will wait. We're going to look at then the Silver Bridge collapse, which is something that really kind of brought Mothman into the light a little bit more. On December 15th, 1967, a little over a year after the first Mothman sighting, traffic was especially bad on the Silver Bridge, which was built in 1928. So, I mean, we're <laughs> okay. already like yeah. 
not going well. It connects Point Pleasant, West Virginia to Gallipolis, Gallipolis, Ohio. Okay. It was like packed, like bumper to bumper with cars. It was originally built when cars were a lot lighter. Yep. The engineers that built it didn't really think much about what would happen in the future. Yeah, I assume also. Or the future of cars. Yeah. People probably didn't have that many cars back then either. So that wasn't an issue. And the way they built it is that if one thing went wrong, the entire bridge was going down. It wasn't built in sections. It was more built like one big bridge. That was just how it was in 1928. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So without warning, a single eye bar near the top of the bridge on the Ohio side cracked The chain snapped and the bridge collapsed. 46 people died, drowned or crashed in the wreckage. Uh. And it was December, so it was free. The water was freezing, like December in the Midwest. Yeah, that's going to be hard. Mm -hmm. It was the second terrible and bizarre thing to happen to Point Pleasant. And so people started thinking that maybe the Mothman had something to do with it because the Mothman would be sighted and then a tragedy mm-hmm. would strike. Ooh. Supposedly, in the days after the Silver Bridge collapse, unusual figures in black Cadillacs were seen driving around town. Mm. Many locals who'd seen odd things going on were harassed by these agents. So mm. it, this is so weird. Miss Ralph... Miss Ralph Butler said an an officer visited her on May 1967. He went by the name Richard French. He was five foot nine inches. He had an olive complexion, dark long hair and a pointed face. Okay. His clothing appeared to be brand new and even the soles of his shoes were clean. When Miss Butler offered him jello, he tried to drink it. As if he had never seen Jello in his life. Oh, I love Jello. Oh, that's so weird. And they also say that men in black around this time would travel in groups of two or three. Mm-hmm. They had strange habits when it came to like eating. Witnesses said that they didn't know how to use a knife or fork and that sometimes they wouldn't chew their food. They just swallowed it. Now, I'm going to ask something and uh-huh. I'm being for real. When you say men in black. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about like Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones men yeah. in black? Okay. I wasn't sure if this was something else. Okay. No, just All men right. in a Cadillac in okay. black suits, black and, hat, black okay. sunglasses. And that's what it sounded like. But also I was like, am I just thinking of a movie because they just decided to make one that was something like that? But yeah. okay. Now I'm liking this even more than I was. So what a lot of people think is, I mean, Mothman came around, Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden, these men in black are coming around town, and it's almost like they had researched humans and were trying to act like a human, but without fully knowing how humans act. Okay. You know, so a lot of people think that they might be aliens. Okay. That came to kind of investigate what had been going on. Yeah, and they're trying to see what all happened and what people know and mm-hmm. okay uh the most recent sighting in november 2019 oh, happened, happened in recent ones okay yeah Ooh, like excellent recent. okay good happened in chicago mm-hmm. the truck driver was picking up a shipment from o'hare he said that he was having a cigarette as the truck was being loaded and he noticed a large bird-like man standing by the fence 
That's a weird description. His exact statement said, It looked like a person with wings that were stretched out and flapping. The Mothman can still be seen in Point Pleasant, West Virginia, in the form of a historical museum. Mm. They also have a Mothman Festival mm-hmm. that you can go to annually. Uh, it has a 12-foot-tall chrome polished statue. That's what I saw online. Yeah. They have paranormal speakers, games, music. I feel like I want to go to that. Yeah, it's September 20th of oh. 2020, but because of COVID, obviously, I'll probably go for 2021. Ooh, that, yeah, I, that sounds fun. The interesting thing I have noticed is all of the recent sightings from the last oh, 15 years have all taken place in Chicago. Oh, so, so did they're he wondering move? either if he migrated up to Chicago or if there's possibly another Mothman that is now in Chicago as well. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So, so what's your thoughts? That's what I'm. So I'm here's wondering. my hot take. On Mothman. Let's do it. There is a lot to say about Mothman, and it's definitely something that is really interesting if you want to research it. I think there is a theory that Mothman is not causing these things of destruction, but he's there as a warning sign. Oh, I like that. And that's kind of what I believe, is he's there to be like, hey, something bad's going to happen. You guys got to watch out. Mm-hmm. And then when people see him, something bad does happen. So I guess if you see the Mothman. Watch the fuck out. Right. Like, just be aware. Maybe go on vacation somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, take off a couple of days. But I don't think that he is malicious. Mm-hmm. I don't think that it's a, a bad thing. I just think that he is either lost mm-hmm. or sent as something to protect people here. Um, but that's that's what I think about Mothman. I mean, I'm actually going to kind of agree with you, even though I don't know a whole lot about it. But here's here's my thoughts on it. I mean, he, he literally hasn't done anything mm-hmm. to anybody. He's just seen by people, right? Yeah. And he's just like screeching and stuff, probably because yeah. he's like, what the hell? Yeah. Well, pss, then I don't see any problem here. Right. He's just trying to live his best life, truly. He just wants his wings and to hang out. And that's it. And everyone is terrified of him. I mean, it, it's frightening. Huh? I'm not going to lie. Pictures I saw. Yeah. I think I'd be more scared if he attacked humans, but he just yeah. he just kind of chills. I mean, I'm not going to go hang out. Seen. Yeah, I'm not going to like hang out with him, but I'm also not going to like be like. I, I'd hang out with him. Yeah. I'd hang out with him. Seems like a pretty cool guy, you know? Um, it, Maybe he can fly me somewhere, I suppose. That's true. Gonna hop on his he probably back. has really good night vision. Ooh, yeah. True. That'd be cool. So that's Mothman. Just like a a little taste of Mothman. Like I said, there's so, so, so much to say about him. And if I did everything, the episode would be really long. So are you ready? Yes. Are you ready to talk about the hauntings at the most famous address in the United States? 1600 Pennsylvania, Northwest Washington, D.C. Oh, my God. I was going to do a haunting this week. I'm so happy I didn't end up doing it. I was going to do a haunting in Ohio, though, so not here, but I would have been. So where are my hauntings taking place? Yours? Yeah, if that's the address where. I don't know. Well, it's in Washington, D.C., and it's a famous address. The White House? Yes, ma'am. Shut up. Sure as shit. Really? Yes. I didn't even know the White House. Well, I guess I could presume (laughs) the White House was haunted. 
Okay. Well, I'm going to start this out with a quote from President Harry Truman. And he wrote to his wife before she came, I sit here in this old house and work on foreign affairs, read reports, and work on speeches, all while listening to the ghosts walk up and down the hallway and even right here in the study. Gross. Ghosts have been seen at the White House by presidents, staff. They've been seen by the family of presidents. Mm -hmm. And they've also been seen by other dignitaries. They've got to exist if that many different people have seen them, right? Yes. I would think. I would also think. I've got a lot of stuff about lots of different hauntings. But first, I thought I would give you a little history lesson about the White House. I did not know all of these things. So um, we'll see what you know. Who was the first president? Or you can even give me just the number. Like Wait. President one. Hmm? Oh, I don't I don't know. You're not even going to guess? Should I just no, say? Okay. I, li- I literally have no idea. I didn't even ask the question. <laughs> Oh, I thought that was the question. No, 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 no. The question is, which president was the first president to live in the White House? Oh, I don't know that either. <laughs> I I know this is this is mean. I knew that you wouldn't know it. Also, I didn't know it either. So, so George Washington commissioned the building of it, and it started construction in 1792. It took eight years to build, so Washington never actually got to live in it. He lived in a couple other places, and actually, um, Washington D.C. wasn't like the capital in the beginning anyways. So uh, it was actually John and Abigail Adams who were the first people to move in. It wasn't completed yet, but it was in 1800 they moved in. So that was the second president. So the only one not to live in the White House was George Washington. Interesting. I I know it's history. I know. (laughs) (laughs) There's, There's a point, though. During the War of 1812, British soldiers set fire to the White House. Okay. Okay, this was in, the fire was actually set in 1814. So less than a day after the attack began, though, a heavy rainstorm put the fire out which was really good. Then the fire didn't do like as much damage, but it was pretty, pretty bad. Uh Um, At the time, it was um, James Madison that was the president. So him and his wife, Dolly, had to move out. So they did live there, but um, had to move out. So after the White House was reconstructed a bit, President Monroe moved back in in 1817. Since then, there have been oodles of additions and renovations and restorations that happened there. The White House is totally not... Uh, what it looked like back then. Mm-hmm. I will say just for an intriguing purposes and to show you my lack of knowledge, are you aware that they actually have like two front entrances? They have like a really grand sort of entrance and they both look different though. They're different um, like architectural types. It's kind of neat. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't know that. Interesting. I didn't mm-hmm. know that either. Yeah, like I said, actually, it was kind of fun to do a little history on the White House in, yeah. in addition. But there is a reason for me telling this too because, you know, we're talking about ghosts here. Uh-huh. All right, are you ready? Yes. I now have a list of ghost sightings, and it is four pages long, so get ready, lady. I'm excited. (laughs) I love ghost shit. All right. David Burns has been seen and heard in the yellow oval room. Lillian Rogers Parks, who was a seamstress at the White House for 30 years, has heard stories of people say that they've heard disembodied voice that says, I'm Mr. Burns. Mr. Burns. Yes, I also thought you would laugh about that. There was also a security (laughs) guard once that heard somebody say, I'm Mr. Burns. Mm -hmm. And he thought it was like a 
Um, I don't know how to, I'm assuming it, it sounds very similar to Burns. I, I couldn't really tell a difference when I read it, but it might have been a different name. Uh-huh. But he went to go check and see if the guy, like, because he wasn't in the room. So he went to go, like, find out what was going on. Mm-hmm. And the guy hadn't been there. So it was not him. So it was a fictitious voice again. Okay. But who's David Burns? I don't know. Well, he is the person who sold most of what is now Washington, D.C. to the government. And that includes the land where the White House is. He's probably just like, you're on my land, but I sold it to you. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he's just hanging out. Why not? There is also an, an unnamed British soldier. So they don't know who it is, but he is seen carrying a torch walking around the grounds. Now, some people think that that is the person that set fire to oh. to the White House. So I, I've heard a, or I've seen a couple things with um, British soldiers that they had, and I think most of them they just assume it's the person mm-hmm. or one of the people that set fire to the to the grounds. I mean, it would make sense. It, it certainly does. Well, and he's carrying a torch, mm-hmm. so you know. As I said, the Adamses were the first ones to uh, live in the White House. So I don't find it bizarre at all that Abigail Adams would be seen as a ghost. Right. But I kind of enjoy why she's why she's seen. So you see, Abigail Adams wasn't all uppity when she moved to the White House. She didn't have her staff do their laundry. She did it herself. Oh, I love that. So she can be seen in the East Room because that was the warmest and driest place in the White House. So she actually hung her laundry to dry there. You can actually um, smell like wet laundry and like lavender. She used lavender when she did her laundry. Um, They also see her with her um, arms outstretched as if she's carrying laundry around. Like this or like this? Um, I'm not sure. It didn't say. Okay. I didn't get a picture. <laughs> I, I just, I didn't think real much about it. But either way, I mean, I just think that one's really cool. I kind of like mm-hmm. the idea of that one just because also I like the fact that she wasn't all uppity and she's like, I right. can do my laundry still. Leave me right. alone. Gardeners at one time were asked by the first lady, Ellen Wilson, to dig up the rose garden that they have out in the White House. Well, the gardeners actually refused. Okay. I'm not sure, like, how often do you think gardeners refuse to do what the first lady tells them to do? Right. I think I would have refused, too, because when they tried to dig up the garden, mm-hmm. they saw the angry ghost of Dolly Madison, and she blocked them from digging it up. Yeah, I would not either. <laughs> so the reason it was Dolly, though, mm-hmm. is because she is the one who had the rose garden planted back in the early 1800s. So she didn't want that, you know, messed with, obviously. Right. Also, um, there are there's often the smell of roses throughout the White House, but there are no roses. Like nobody can nobody mm-hmm. sees them. So they maintain that's Dolly giving them some lovely smelling roses. Don't like roses. Yeah, I know that. Don't like the smell of roses. It's very pungent. Yeah. Well, I like them. A lot of people like the smell of roses. I just, I don't know. What about black roses? I mean, I like the look of roses. I just, (laughs) the smell of rose. And maybe it's like the artificial smell of rose. I just like it. The funny thing is, is you do like rose and ivy. I don't. Hand soap at my, (gasps) you told me you liked that. I don't like rose and ivy. I don't like that smell. Well, then you use the soap. Well, yeah, because I mean, I'm not going to not use it because it smells like rose. It's just not something that I would ever pick. That's true. For okay. myself. Just like I would never pick cucumber melon because that is disgusting. Yeah, I, yeah. Would you pick cucumber melon? Absolutely not. Okay. Why wouldn't you? You like cucumbers and melons. I don't like because either. Because that's all I ever smell 
in the 90s when I was growing up. I need to high five you for that. Bam! From Bath and Body Works. exactly why I also don't like it. Thank you, (laughs) Jesse and Miranda and Trista for that. Okay, now, on July 7th of every year, the ghost of Anna Surratt can be seen banging on the doors and asking to see President Jackson. Well, people believe that she is seeking to get a presidential pardon for her mother, Mary. Now, who is Mary Surratt? I didn't know either. I looked it up on (laughs) Wikipedia. She was convicted of being part of the conspiracy to assassinate President Lincoln. Oh, oh. Yeah, I didn't know there was a lady involved, and I kind of like it. Mm. I mean, not that President got, not that he got, like, assassinated, but that lady was involved. July 7th was the day that she was executed. So, um, and, and Anna did actually do quite a bit of stuff to try to get her mom pardoned. She had done a whole lot of stuff and it it didn't work out. So yeah, they can see her ghost trying to get her mom out of it. So do you know anything about, uh, Andrew Jackson at all? No. Um, I don't really know a whole lot about him either. I'm going to be honest and tell you I'm not the most knowledgeable when it comes to history. So this is, again, why I actually enjoyed this one, because I learned a little history lesson. Yeah. Andrew Jackson is said to haunt the Rose Bedroom, and several employees of the White House had heard or seen him in the room heartily laughing or violently swearing. Oh, well. So here's the thing. You're wondering, why is he swearing? Like, I mean... I mean, I get it. Like, people Those do that. Those are the two moods. Yes. Hardly laughing yes. or violently swearing. <laughs> well, apparently, though, one of the big things is that President Jackson was actually extremely not happy, I'm going to go with. And he held a really big grudge against anybody who supported John Quincy Adams, which was the president before him, because... Mm-hmm. He actually tried to get elected the year or the um, election before he was actually elected, but he lost to John Quincy Adams. So he felt that everybody held kind of an allegiance to him. So he would he was super disgruntled about a lot of stuff. Okay. So that that would probably be why he was swearing a lot. Yeah. There's also an inexplicable cold spot in the canopy bed in the rose. Where Jackson slept. Mm-mm. Now, Mary Todd Lincoln has also heard Jackson stomping and swearing through the halls of the presidential residence. So, again, he's an angry man. Uh huh. How about William Henry Harrison? Who's he? Do you know him? Oh. Did you even know he was a president? I don't even know who that guy is. I'm actually really glad you said that. He was the first president to actually die while he was in office. But you know what's really interesting? is he died of pneumonia after serving only one month as president. Bless. Yeah. So I was like, who? I mean, I knew there was a Harrison president, but also I didn't know who he was mm-hmm. either. The story goes is that uh, people hear him up in the attic and they just hear him rumming, rummaging around for things. Just, How do they know it's him? I'm not sure. They just said that it was him rummaging huh. around. I don't know. I'm not sure if it was because he was looking for certain things Mm. and he'd be up in the attic. So then like staff remembers that he was Uh doing that. But they definitely say it was him. So, but that's a good question. Mm -hmm. I actually can't answer that. I'm sorry. Edit that out. (laughs) How about Thomas Jefferson? Okay. Yeah. I know Thomas Jefferson. Now we're we're in the Hamilton phase. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Uh, Alexander Hamilton. Ooh, good one. All right. (laughs) Thomas Jefferson's ghost is said to be playing the violin in the yellow oval office. 
Bless him. I didn't know he played the violin, though I'm not really surprised. That's interesting. Yeah. Is it like spooky violin playing? Probably not. I don't feel like he's a spooky kind of guy. But ghosts are pretty spooky. I mean, they are. I'd listen to, I'm going to be honest, literally, I would listen to Ghost Jefferson play the violin. Totally do it. This one's a little bit, I don't know if I'm going to say creepy, but it's a little interesting, okay? So there's an unidentified 15-year-old boy that was first seen by Miss Marsh, who was the personal maid of First Lady Helen Taft. He is said to have unkempt hair and sad blue eyes. The interesting thing about this ghost, though, is that he's not, he's only seen once, and that's by Miss Marsh. Okay. He's actually felt by several staff Hmm. on President Taft's staff of people. They spoke of feeling slight pressure on the shoulder, Mm -hmm. as if a curious kid was leaning over trying to see what they were doing. Okay. The only reason anyone knows what the ghost looked like is because Miss Marsh Mm -hmm. is the only one that's, that's seen him. The the big question is, though, is who is this? Right. It's not a president. It's not a first lady. And it isn't anyone that died in the White House. Yeah, that's like the question. But I'm going to tell you a I'm going to tell you a good little fun fact, little tidbit. Mm -hmm. They called this ghost the thing. I don't find that appropriate, but whatever. But the funny part about it is that President Taft got so annoyed hearing about it that he actually put a moratorium on people talking about it. And if anyone was heard talking about it, they would be fired. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He was like, I'm not having this. So I, I thought that was quite interesting. That is rude. I mean, yeah. I've I've talked about a lot of things, a lot of presidents here. Who do you think is the most commonly seen ghost what what ghost you're not even gonna guess i have no idea how about president lincoln oh shit i was gonna say lincoln you know what here's the thing i really just wanted you to say it because i knew you were gonna say lincoln had you said something and you just (laughs) didn't want to sound stupid but really it was president lincoln so kudos i guess for thinking it but not saying it (sighs) okay well the lincolns in general all have very very interesting history when it comes to creepy spooky stuff Mm -hmm. at the white house So Willie Lincoln was the son of President Lincoln that died at age 11 while they were living in the White House. He, yeah, he had, he had gotten sick and it just kind of happened. But his ghost actually was seen back in the 1870s already by the staff of Ulysses S. Grant. Hmm. He's also been seen by several other people, including uh, Lyndon B. Johnson's daughter. And she saw him in the room that he actually died in oh so yeah i think that um he just hangs out i know you don't know anything about mary todd lincoln i don't no but i feel like you two would be friends i because... do appreciate that <laughs> and i'm telling you that because well i'm sure you probably think lincoln's cute a little he's you know got that beard mm-hmm. and he's tall mary todd lincoln believes strongly in the occult do you know what she liked to do in the white house what hold seances and spiritual circles that's pretty dope yeah i think one of the main parts or reasons why she did that is because she had two sons actually that died because before they came to the white house they did have another son that died Mm -hmm. so i think that she was just trying to reach her children and so um they did do a lot of that stuff there and not too surprisingly she was actually the person who had seen the most 
ghosts and um, spooky things like that at the White House. That would make sense. Yeah. There were a lot of um, sightings that she did have. Like I said, she'd seen Jackson and I know that there were several other ones. Yeah. So she is um, known as the one who's seen the most ghosts about. The last ghost that I'm going to tell you about is Mr. Abraham Lincoln himself. Lady Bird Johnson. Also, her just her name is Lady Bird. I'm confused by that. Which is Hank Hill's dog's name. Oh, really? Um, so Lady Bird Johnson felt his presence while watching a TV show about his death in one of the rooms that they were in. And in this room, there was actually a plaque Mm -hmm. that had something regarding how, like, that that room was a special room for Lincoln for some reason. And, um, she had never noticed that plaque before. She actually just saw it. So it was, it was really interesting. She, um, also felt a strange coldness and a feeling of uneasiness. So she never actually saw anything. Hmm. But, but she, she could, felt it. She could feel it. Yeah. Yeah. Grace Coolidge, Calvin Coolidge's wife, saw the Lincoln's ghost for the first time. She was the very first person to see it. Lincoln was just standing at the window of the Oval Office, hands clasped behind his back, and gazing out the window, looking over at the Potomac. And that would have been where a whole lot of battles and bad mm-hmm. things happened while he was president. Yeah. Um, so he must have just been thinking about things. Hmm. How about FDR? How about FDR? Good old Franklin. His staff saw um, him a whole lot and... I'm going to guess that that happened because he was president during the Great Depression and World War II, mm-hmm. which saw a lot of upheaval as well as right. when Lincoln was president. So I think he just had, had been around. He knew what was going on. He just wanted to be all up in their business. So one of the dignitaries that did see him was Queen Wilhelmina of the Netherlands. She heard a knock on the door and she went to go check it out. And when she opened it, a top-hatted figure of President Lincoln was just standing in the hall. Yeah, she passed out, and when she woke up, he wasn't there. I might pass out, too. Yeah, right. I'm <laughs> just saying, if I'm in the White House, then that happens. So Eleanor Roosevelt, mm-hmm. she used to use his bedroom as a study. And I'm going to tell you, knowing that Lincoln's around as a ghost often, I don't know if I would use his bedroom as a study. Right, yeah. But whatever. She's a cool lady. I like Eleanor. She, she also never saw his ghost, but she could definitely feel his presence when she worked late at night. She felt as if he was standing behind her and peering over her shoulder. Spooky. That's very spooky. Lincoln's also seen in many hallways and in the Lincoln bedroom in the Oval Office. He's all over the place. One staff member, when hearing a noise in an unoccupied room, he just told someone it was old Abe pacing the floor. So, I mean, it's just a well-known fact that mm-hmm. that Abraham Lincoln just hangs out. Right. He's there. I saved the best sighting for Ooh. last. So Winston Churchill, I don't know a lot about him, but apparently he likes to hang out with his cigars a lot. One time he came out of the bathroom with nothing but a cigar. Okay. He was naked. He I mean, you know, he's, he's doing his thing. Dude, he was in a room. It's, not, it's fine. Yeah, absolutely. But when he walked out of the bathroom and into the bedroom that he was mm-hmm. in. Yeah, Lincoln was just standing there. Yeah, he didn't like that. Um, Churchill came back, but he would never stay in that room again. I'm going to leave you with another quote then from Mr. Harry Truman. When he wrote to his wife again, he said, That damn place is haunted. Sure shooting. Sure shooting. Hey, 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 I kind of want to start saying that now in conversation. Sure shooting. You know what? 
That might be a good plan. Mm-hmm. It might be, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Well, that was that's that's our podcast for the week. It's gonna be a long one this week. Yeah, be lots of editing. The cats didn't even bug us this time. Mm-hmm. Good, I like it. You were very relaxed, right? Because yeah. you have the door open, so I can. Yes, it's actually some really good weather. Oh yeah, it's been so nice. Yeah, and I looked at the forecast, and it's supposed to be in the lower 70s to upper 60s. Oh, so perfect. ready. Good. Definitely ready for fall. Yay, fall weather. I It'd love it. It'd be nice to actually get a fall this year. I feel like yes. we go from summer, two days of fall, and then winter. That is true. And I like my sweatshirt weather, but mm-hmm. not like I'm freezing cold sweatshirt weather. Yeah. So it'll be good. Well, happy birthday, Angela. Thank you. A couple days early, of course. Yeah, but... I'm actually going to try to put this out Friday, so it'll be the day before my birthday. Yeah, birthday. Yay, Woo. Thank you. It'll be exciting. All right. Well, I mean, I hope everyone's staying safe. They really do need to arrest the cops that killed Brianna Taylor because they're still working and haven't even been fired from their jobs. So yeah, I don't know what's wrong with the world, but they killed an innocent woman and um, they're still working. So yeah, you know, there's there's definitely a lot of things wrong. And actually, you know what? I'm going to read what my card said from Makari because I think that that works out really well. And it says that so much dumb shit going on in the world. Cray-cray people just about every corner. Hopefully all gets back to some kind of normal soon. I think that's a pretty... Who is uh, this sweet, sweet, sweetheart who is this writing... One's, this one's from Sharon, and she was wonderful. She even gave me... I'm not even joking. I got a free bookmark with my initials on it, and that lady must know me well. It might have been the book that I bought, but um, it had unicorns all over it. Anyways, I hope everybody has a great week, and we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.